in the negotiations of this thing, uh, if I have to trade off that many deaths in the world to finally kill off this. It's terrible. Evelyn was sitting there enjoying the show. I was uh, I had a I had an adult beverage, uh, you may say. Have a few soda pops, please, tea. I hate that. I hate that so much. A little, uh, little soda pop, a little adult, adult beverage. Wink, wink, not not. So his wife is guffawing at the idea of a night out because the night out consists of these monkeys lobbing formed feces at each other. Hot, across. steamy poop. There could be some hoo-hoos. Ha-ha. <laughs> yep. And then another, another mound of feces. Yeah. Goes from the left to the right of the stage, and the crowd roars with <laughs> approval. Yeah, it won't be much of that monkey poop throwing this year, though, unfortunately. No, no, it's... Uh, is that officially canceled now? Again, I don't... Uh, you know, I refuse to listen. Uh, everything. Really everything for the next couple of months. Yeah. Everything for March, April, and May has been canceled. We have a couple of dates still on the calendar for um, June, but I would be shocked if they happen. So you guys aren't so. going to uh, go the WWE route and really force <laughs> your way through it? Yeah, we're going we're gonna, to uh, do shows at the Performance Center. Yep, an empty building. Actually, I... I mean, I guess technically we did that last week. We did a Facebook Live on Friday night. That oh. was uh, it was actually a lot of fun. Oh a lot of yeah, fun. a lot of people. I did see it. that. I saw you posted so, that, and I uh, I gave you some encouraging words on your Facebook yes. post. Yeah, I think you just said no, <laughs> or not interested, or something like that. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, feels like. Uh, uh, by the way, I'm. Uh, uh, we're, we're talking over uh, 1998's best technology, Skype. Yeah. Uh, as you can see, I am eating the uh, the the ceremonial uh, York peppermint patty yep. that we eat every every week when we record. Yep. Uh, we have one of these as the intro is rolling. So, so is that is that my portion that for you. of the yeah. York quota this week? Yeah. Because um, here's yours. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Here's mine. Oh, good, good. So there's, and again, uh, so I mean, any way you could drop a handful off of those in my mailbox or something? No, 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 not possible. Hmm. We do not have enough. We have a limited supply. I mean, wow. we're only halfway through this box of 175 with a full unopened box of 175. <laughs> don't we? So. And don't we still have a whole bag of like uh, those garbage ones? What were those? The Pearsons? <laughs> the Pearsons, yeah, Pearsons patties, patties that we, yeah. we slogged. Our, we already slogged through a whole box of those pieces of crap. And then someone sent us another bag of them. Yeah, and look, we don't know how long this lockdown is going to go. Right. I mean, this this could be my sustenance for the next, like, three years. Right. I mean, this might, uh, you know, you might get to the point where you're uh, pureeing those to feed them to baby Evelyn, uh, because that's mm, all yeah. you have left, because uh, I believe last I looked, that garbage uh, horse cereal is finally off of the candy <laughs> shelf up there. <laughs> yeah, because we had, I think you tried a bowl of it. Um, many months ago. Yeah, after it was already months, months outdated, uh, I finally had myself a bowl. And yeah, uh, I went from that to my sugar cube. And then I had someone uh, <laughs> put some lick. hot metal on the bottom of my feet. 
and I was officially a, a horse. Those are harsh words for crackling oat bran. Yeah. By the way, those are fantastic. Uh, you heard, mm. heard it there in the intro, Steve. I wanted to ask you a question because now you and I, back in our heyday, right? We've we've talked about these stories quite a bit. In our when I was in my early twenties, you were in your mid twenties. Uh, mm-hmm. I was single. Your girlfriend at the time was uh, many thousands of miles away. You and I would go yep. out quite a bit. Like we'd, oh, yeah. We'd go out to a lot of hockey games or we wouldn't watch a second of hockey. Uh, we'd follow that up by hitting up all the hottest clubs in our metropolis <laughs> and dancing the night away until we ended up inevitably at the local pizza place around one thirty or 2 in the morning for a couple of slices and then we'd go home. Yeah, and again, you said that you were single at the time. I was uh, in a relationship, so my sole goal was to help you find the woman of your dreams. I would encourage you to leave notes on the uh, on the receipts that the waitress would give you. Right, uh, right. Yeah, the, that's... the infamous one that stands out in my mind was you banging. It yep. was uh, hey, hey, Sadie, you banging. Yep, hard to forget, Sadie. Hey, Sadie, you're yeah. banging, and, uh, and uh, you know, it obviously, must've, the, it must've the digits been... would be left there too. Yeah, yeah, and it must have been in my drunken stupor that I put down an incorrect phone number because <laughs> uh, I never once received mm-hmm. any follow-up. No, no. Feels like, there, uh, feels like there a are still women out there all across this great region just wondering what if, what if that man had picked yep. up. Yep, there's bartenders and waitresses abound, moved on to careers and families mm-hmm. who no doubt, probably weekly, look back and think, Boy, how different my life would be had I just texted that guy from the receipt who (laughs) left me a moderately okay tip. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, It's like a modern day day love story. During the intro there, uh, you know, one of your favorite sayings, Steve, is, uh, you had a little uh, little soda pop, Uh, dump beverage. Hate it. I wanted to ask you, because that we were talking about you watching a, a concert on your TV from mm-hmm. uh, the Walking Hobo, I don't know his name. <laughs> Griffin House. Oh yeah, the fake name, the fake guy Griffin House, and uh, you had a drink in your hand, and that reminded me. I wanted to ask you today because I've noticed on my end, been doing a lot more like afternoon and evening uh, drink or two, beer or mm-hmm. two, mixed drink or two. Has that been the same for you? Uh, since you've been kind of forced into staying at home every afternoon? Uh, no, my my drinking habits have not changed one Oof. bit. Because I Man. don't, like, I'm not a big drinker to begin with. Right. So, uh, yeah, the last drink I had was the one that was oh. um, in, that, uh, in that, that picture that you were referencing. And I have found myself afternoons, evenings, having <laughs> one to three beers most days now. I think it's, Which is weird because you're not a social person. So oh, I mean, I'm having to buy myself at home, Steve. I mean, for quarantine, God's sake. I mean, quarantine is pretty much like your dream scenario, right? Yeah, yeah, it's totally fine. I, I, I haven't complained once about this. It's a, it's not bad. The only thing I don't I, that I'm not happy about is that movie theaters are closed. I mean, come on, it's assigned seating. You know, make me sit three seats away from someone. There's no need to shut those down, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I mean, but no, I think it's. I think I'm anxiety drinking, Steve. Which I don't know if that's. Uh, I mean, I know it's not healthy. It's definitely not good for you. No, definitely but, not. Uh, I don't think anyone would would recommend anxiety drinking. But I've never had like anxiety or felt anxious. But these last few weeks, Steve, have been uh, you know obviously extra 
amped up nerves. Um, mm-hmm. And to the point where I yeah, come home and maybe after dinner, maybe before, have, have one, have one after dinner. And just to kind of calm the uh, calm the brain down a little bit. Which is strange. This is a little bit of a shift from your opinion um, going back just four weeks, probably. Oh, Jesus. What are you talking about? There's nothing. <laughs> I, listen, I am like our president. And since around Christmas in January, I have been stayed, taking stayed this the thing, course. <laughs> I have been taking this thing so deadly seriously <laughs> that I have no clue what you're referencing, Steve. Right, right, right. It wouldn't um it wouldn't happen to be you uh audio of you from the Fast 5. Again, I think this is probably 4 weeks ago. Mm. Uh, one of the things on my Fast 5 was coronavirus. Do you want to hear what your response was? I don't remember your question. I don't remember recording anything called a Fast Five. But, I mean, if you have some doctored audio, I mean, sure, unleash it. All right. Here is what you said just weeks ago, mere weeks ago, about coronavirus. Number two, coronavirus. Yeah, where are we at with are that? Are you scared about it? Nah. 75,000 reported cases. Yeah, our doctors are smarter. Smarter. Like, you don't, you're just not concerned at all. Nah. Oh, Steve, so, I mean, that, 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 <laughs> that could have come from anybody. Uh, and it's, to be honest with fake, you, hearing it fake now. Fake news, fake audio. Hearing it now, that doesn't even sound like me. Uh, so maybe, are you sure that wasn't the episode where we had, uh, I mean, because we have a lot of guests roll through there. Uh, oh, yeah. On a weekly yeah, so basis. So are you sure that wasn't when we had our friend Doug come in? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that's not audio from nearly two years ago from hmm. when Doug was here. Hmm. I mean, we'll have to check the markers. I mean, it could again, that could have been anybody. Yeah, that's... Uh, listen, I've talked about it. In the life of a hot taker, when you're a hot take artist, Steve, uh, everybody has a misfire, you know? <laughs> Maybe uh, everybody's got their... I'm sure somewhere out there, like Vincent Van Gogh's got a painting, right? Where people are like, nah, don't want it. Like, they wouldn't pay a penny for it. Is there a Vincent Van Gogh or another famous painter out there who, like, I could buy one of his paintings for, like, 30 bucks because it sucks so bad. Hmm. Boy, I don't know. I'm not big in the art world. Um, yeah, I don't Boy, know. on that front, could you name a famous painter from the last, like, 70 years? Uh, Norman Rockwell? Was he within the last 70? When did the... Uh, when did that guy who just splashed different colors all over it... When did he, When was he around? Pollock? Um, Pollock? Oh, yeah, Jackson Pollock. Yeah, he drew, like, or he, like Campbell's soup cans and oh, stuff like that, right? Oh, just garbage. Wasn't Pollock... The, what, hang on. Wasn't he the one who literally just, like, flung paintbrushes at a canvas? Or who was that? I don't know. I don't want to classify him as that because I'm not positive if that, if that was uh, exactly uh, his method, but, but yeah, I'm not way, positive. Every Pollock, every Van Gogh, uh, every... Uh, 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 who's the guy who did the big church? Good God. Uh, <laughs> uh, you mean the Sistine Chapel? That's the one. That's a church, yeah. right? That's the big church. That's what yeah, they that... call it over there. That's what, uh, you <laughs> the know. big God house. Yeah. You and I over here. <laughs> oh, God lives here. You and I over here acting like a bunch of tourist idiots going, oh, the Sistine Chapel. And over there, like, oh, yeah, we'll meet you down at the big god house around four and we'll walk to dinner. <laughs> right? Oh, boy. Uh, by the way, it is Saturday, April 4th, 
2020, the year of our Lord. It's the Stephen Kyle podcast. Yeah. And uh, Kenny Rogers was a pro level tennis player. Wow. What? Now you say pro level, Stephen. Again, the the whole point of this was you you don't need to have like a full backstory on the Kenny Rogers factoid of the week, which we're going to need a sounder for that immediately <laughs> for next time for the Kenny Rogers factoid of the week. Yeah. But pro level, Steve, does that mean he was a semi-pro or pro player or does that his ability like, you know, because if I'm a really good golfer, I could say I'm a scratch golfer, which means I play right. with no handicap. What does a pro level tennis player mean? Uh, well, Kenny Rogers was quoted as saying, I played tennis for 10 years, eight hours a day, mm. every day, and developed a national ranking while I was on the road playing with Wimbledon champions. He told Rolling Stone in 2014. Huh. I feel like I need to hear someone else say it, though. I've got to be honest with you. <laughs> you Seems like it. an egomaniac. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I don't do... By the way, I don't know what era Kenny Rogers claims he was doing this. He's a touring full-time musician, and he wants me to believe he's playing tennis 8 to 10 hours a day. Get the hell out of here, Roaster. Ev- Every day, too. Come Every on. day. Yeah. So so the guy who had multiple hits didn't spend any time in the studio. Hey, sorry. Sell that song to some other schlub. I'm going to go <laughs> out and hit the court with Agassi. Yeah. Ro- Roaster's here to play. Yeah, Roaster's that, not know. here to sing. Boy, oh, boy. That Kenny Rogers factoid of the week has sure put a damper on my otherwise stellar opinion of the Roaster. <laughs> I mean, I can throw some more at you. But no, while, no, no. While hey, we were- hey. One, one a week factoid of the week <laughs> well as we were talking a little while ago uh i had a reminder pop up on my phone that said get a kenny rogers factoid that apparently i set <laughs> here uh let's see i will uh show this to you right now get oh yeah rogers look at factoid. that yeah, Nine fifty-five. i remember you said it while yeah. we were recording last week <laughs> uh so that was just an hour late no nine it, oh wow no, it's 10.05. Did you literally just get it? Yeah. Oh, I thought you had had it already. No, no, no. Before the no, reminder. It went off, okay. No, it went off while we, were, uh, while we were talking. Wow. Well, stay tuned next week, and I will provide uh, the, the second ever Kenny Rogers <laughs> factoid of the week. But, yeah, Steve, uh, to go back, every artist has their misfires, even the, mm-hmm. uh, the guy who did the big God House uh, <laughs> over there in, uh, is that Italy? Yeah, uh, Spain. Italy. I don't know. They're all the same over there. I mean, it's <laughs> it's quite a quite a take. So we're doing um <laughs> doing this episode once again, uh, as we mentioned, through 1998's greatest technology, Skype. Yeah, and um, it's funny how um uh, you've seen in the last week. It seems like everybody I know is posting the picture on Facebook of all of them doing virtual happy hour or something where it's it's like the brady bunch setup where there's nine different people on the screen and everyone's got a drink in their hand yeah and uh everybody can do this everybody is able to do this now except the people who like it's kind of i mean for me it's my profession to be able to record audio and figure out video and boy have we had the most difficult time doing this over the last two weeks so like you know the road i would I would argue, Steve, you're a professional level 
audio technician, much like the roaster was a professional level tennis player. Sure. You're yeah. a professional level audio tech. Uh, you and I are at a point where when if we can hear each other, uh, we're calling it good enough. <laughs> because, uh, look, I could just, uh, we could do a Skype meeting or a Zoom meeting and just hit the record button. Right. And, ha- and have all of the audio and be perfectly happy with it. Well, no, I wouldn't be perfectly happy with it because I'm a, I'm a stickler for how the audio sounds. And if it sounds yeah. like crap, I don't want anything to do with it. So last week after we, re- we recorded, oh, I think boy. it was a, like a 34-minute episode. Yep. It took me over three hours to edit that audio and piece it together to what you heard in the podcast last week. Because you recorded audio on your end. Yep. I recorded audio on my end. And... Now, typically, you would just take them, sync them up. As long as I have the same reference point at the beginning and the end, everything in the middle will fill in and it'll be perfect. But uh, that wasn't the case. I had to basically piece together our whole conversation. I would say something, and then I would have to go into your track and find out what your response was, and I would have to drag it over and plug it in, and then I would talk again, and then I'd drag your clip over. Now, the, that was easy enough, but the worst part is when we talked over each other, Ugh. because then I, it, it was just, it was impossible, and I nearly, last week, nearly was the first time that we did not have an episode on Tuesday morning. Yeah, and I wouldn't it, have blamed you. Um, that would have been a hell of a 200th episode. Oh, boy. Well, we would have just delayed the 200, and it would have been today, the big grandiose <laughs> celebration that we had last week. We would have just yeah. done today instead. Um yeah. Yeah, it's. I, I would argue this transition for us has not been as smooth as it should have, considering we've nope. done this for uh, so long, <laughs> and we have done nothing but miserably fail at it thus far. Yeah, yeah, we're not doing too great. Um, but the reason I bring up uh, the me having a few beers over, you know, via anxiety uh, most days mm-hmm. of the week and. Uh, that reminded me, and sp- also speaking of our uh, of your friend Doug, who sat in with us, uh, was it two years ago now? Yeah, I think it was two years ago he sat in with us, our one and only guest in the APS. <laughs> in four years. He posted something this week that he was uh, leaving Facebook, whatever. Uh, that's yeah, totally he does that fun. all the time. Yeah. That... It, it, that didn't spur me, because I had already done it to that point, Steve, but you were talking... To a guy who is today, April 4th, three days clean on the cesspool known as Twitter. Really? You're done? I'm done. I'm now, done. Now, did you close, you close the account or you just stopped using it? I deleted the app off the phone. Um, okay. So, I, I mean, I guess I could still access it via the browser. Um, mm-hmm. But I, uh, it's a lot of hassle uh, and I don't know the password. So, because it's an auto log, because it's an auto login. But as of today, or as of April first, I believe was the time when I, I finally said this has got to stop. What finally did it? I've become, and it's not, it's not, it, it's right now. It's different, and I think it, this circumstance is what finally pushed it over the edge, Steve. Because uh, whatever, I've gotten into countless debates, and I. I, I I get angry at it too easily, but now these last few weeks with everything going on, 
with the, the spread of this. And, you know, I've mentioned before my wife being on the front lines, being an ER nurse, having an 18-month-old son at home. Again, I'm not the only one in this scenario. I'm not trying to act unique or act like I'm, you know, in a different uh, setup than anybody else's. I totally understand it. Mm-hmm. I'm extra anxious already. And I would just sit there almost refreshing the coronavirus trend thing. Oh, boy, that, that's a bad idea. Not like every second because I'm working, right? But I would check it nonstop, essentially just waiting for another shoe to drop. And every few hours, a different shoe would drop, whether it be a different state going on shutdown, whether it be a different country reporting an exponential growth in deaths or cases. And it to the point where it was way too consuming and then you know it's what they always tell you not to do right whether it be on facebook on your local news story or just in general there i go clicking on a link whether it be you know bbc updating their news or whether it be a a, you know one of the united states news corporations i would click on it and the first thing that pops up is all of the comments and replies underneath Mm. and it would just make me so angry because it's still an overwhelming majority of I shouldn't say that there's still a way too large number of people saying no worse than the flu uh, <laughs> this is just a cold you know quit being babies and and I I got to wait I, I would just end up sitting there and I'd get mad and I'd comment back at people and I'm like what am I doing what the hell right. am I doing? This is a waste. I'm already in a bad spot right now in terms of my own, you know, uh, feeling anxious. And, like, I don't need to continue to do this to myself. When I opened Twitter more than 10 years ago, Steve, I opened it for sports. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, I follow writers because that's where the news breaks first. I'm a, uh, As everybody knows, I'm, I'm a huge sports fan. So I would have that because that's where news would break first. Well, you know what? I'll find alternative means because that's transformed over the years into me not using it for that. So, uh, yeah, today, three days clean. Uh, I'd be lying if I said it was easy. <laughs> you got uh, the jitters a little bit? Not the jitters, but, like, I'm so used to it's It's muscle memory, right? Like, I knew where the app icon was on my phone. Yeah. And you go and right for it. So, uh, you know, I turn on my phone, and that's the first thing. I go, oh, wait, the icon's not there anymore. So, like, I'm in a new spot where I'm trying to find, like, I actually texted my friend Matt the other day, like, hey, what sites do you use for news? Just in general, like, <laughs> like are you using ABC? Do you use, like, I, I wish because, you know, for me, for my money, in terms of big headlines, the AP, the Associated Press, is what, you know, on social media is what is pretty darn universally known as the best like yeah they're not the ap is not getting many things wrong right and i trust that i trust bbc also yeah and so i'm like i gotta find like some websites to check for headlines if i want because i still need to read the news and want to know the news yeah you gotta know what's going on but i don't even know where to start i'm like a i'm like a 65 year old who just got their first computer (laughs) <laughs> how what is the internet yeah Where how do does I this go whole thing so i just click here and then this thing pops up wow would you look and i can send a <laughs> message to my friend even wow without a stamp who'd have thought 
Man, I don't think I'm that far behind you with Twitter. I mean, I don't know if I'll ever actually delete it altogether, yeah. but I never use it. I never, like, I'll refresh it once a day so I can see my notifications. Right. And that's pretty much it. I don't interact really on there. Yeah. I don't care to interact with anyone on there. It's just, it's just too much. It's one more way that people can... <laughs> like annoy me right and, and i'm not saying that every you know that like everyone annoys me on there but like i just don't want to be that accessible i don't oh, I get want, it i don't want to be accessible 24 hours a day yeah it's just not it's it we're it's a weird world that we're in i'm trying to live a little bit more in the moment yeah. um as much it. as as weird as it's been over these last couple of weeks it's been it's also been you know i guess the silver lining has been like I've gotten some little projects done. I've spent more time with my family. I'm like, right. you know, so that's good. And uh, I hope that that continues. I do. Because we need some we need some good news. We need some positive to come out of this. Right. And I do want to clarify um, when I say, uh, you know, the interactions I'm talking about have nothing to do related to this podcast and with uh, the people associated with this podcast. Because I, mm-hmm. I've mentioned it before and I genuinely mean this. I used to love like clicking our notifications tab on our podcast Twitter account. I love interacting with the listeners of this podcast. Part of the joy of the week is it's kind of amazing how it works. We'll record this on Saturday. It'll be released on Tuesday. We'll get a notification on our social media on Wednesday or Thursday with, you know, a quote of something that mm-hmm. was said over the week on the on the show. And I honestly don't remember it, but it no. makes me chuckle. And then I actually, this week it happened, I had to go back and like find a, a spot. Like, where did that come from? And click on it and play <laughs> it back to know what it happened. So uh, I want to clarify, I love those. What I don't love is me forcing myself into confrontation with random internet people that I don't need to do because I get angry because uh, people are, uh, you know, in my mind, not taking this as seriously as they should be. So I need to well, withdraw then, myself from that. All right. So hear me out. How about you reinstall the app? No. But only log in to the podcast account. Hmm. Here's what I'm because, thinking. Like our podcast or our, our Twitter feed is not going to be full of all of that other crap for the sure. most part. I'm a, unless you go to the trending stuff. But if you stay away from the trending stuff. Hey, boy, you're asking asking for a lot of restraint for, again, a guy who has relied on this for 11 years. Yeah. 11 years. Um, So what you're saying is now, if there's going to be any Twitter communication whatsoever, mm -hmm. it's on me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I was going to ask you, uh, now we need to switch. Because now that I've figured out how to post polls to Facebook... Uh, because, again, we're so technically and technologically proficient on this podcast that we've done right. for four years uh, that for a while, Steve, you and I could not figure out how to post polls to Facebook because they changed where they are. Right. There's one extra click. This came on the heels. Uh, was it last year? Yeah, it was last August of our friend Nikki having to show us how we can upload a video mm-hmm. to Twitter. Yeah. Apparently More than 45 seconds. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. we're still doing this. I don't know how this episode gets uploaded uh, every week as it is. Um, well, it's but, usually a struggle. I'll be honest. It's a big <laughs> struggle. But 
I think I'll I can post because I have a poll I want to post, and if you know, it's up right now, if you guys want to check it out, um, is uh, is the Sistine Chapel referred to as the Big God House outside <laughs> of Italy or inside of Italy? Apologies, that's the way it should be written. Yeah, the BGH, the Big God. Ah, House. yeah, you know, again, that's where everybody meets to before they hit the town for the night. Is hey, let's head out to the meet me at the in front of the BGH or uh, meet me behind the BGH if you're one of the rabble rousers. Of Italy, you meet behind the BGH, and then go do what you're going to do. If you're uh, if you're on the up and up, Steve, obviously right. you meet in front of the BGH because you have nothing to hide. Yeah, uh, you're no, not hiding I mean, behind. Uh, uh, God, who who drew that? Who drew the walls there? What was that one? Uh, that was that was Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Are you sure that's not the statue? Yeah. Huh. He painted the Sistine Chapel. Well, I don't know why I questioned you. You're the one who did a semester abroad in that country. Uh, yeah, I've, been, I've been to the BGH, man. You've been to the BGH? Yeah, of course I've been to the BGH. Come on. What do you think I am, some idiot? Now, you've visited. So is it okay for you to refer to it as the BGH? Or because you're back in America now, do you have to refer to it again as the Sistine Chapel? Oh, boy, I don't know. I think maybe while I was there, yeah, I could have referred to, referred to it as the BGH, but I don't think the I don't think those those privilege, privileges are like you know everlasting. Yeah, so you've so you've lost BGH privileges once you left, or maybe it maybe it sticks with you for ninety days, but then if you don't return, uh, you yeah. lose those privileges. Are yeah, it's kind of like, like a kind of like a work visa, like are, you can only use it for it's only good for a limited amount of time, right? Do you think places like the Sistine Chapel? Two Italians are like the Empire State Building and the, uh, not the World Trade Center. What's it referred to as, Steve, now? Freedom Tower? Freedom Tower. Yeah, I mean, it's all still part of the World Trade Center complex. Right. But do you think, like, the Sistine Chapel for Italians, it, it gets treated by Italians the way... New Yorkers treat those, which is kind. I mean, they live there, it's, so for them like, now, it's, it's like it's, it's just n- kind of a building. Yeah, like do you think because we um, look at the Sistine Chapel, we look at uh, you know the, the Vatican, we look at all of those places over there with such awe, right? I mean, yeah. or it's like, oh man, those are beautiful. Can you imagine just looking at the architecture and being able to walk through there? But you know, Italians are walking by, flicking their cigarette butts <laughs> in the big square where the Pope's giving mass every week. Um, boy, I don't know. I mean, being the resident uh, BGH expert on this podcast, sure, you know, sure. Of course, I mean, uh, there's only one of us that has been to the BGH. That's uh, true. And if, and if that person is you, raise your hand. It looks like only one hand is raised. Oh. Um, what were we saying? What were we talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was asking you if it's uh, if you think they just dismiss them. No, I don't think they do. I don't think they do. Um, I think it's a it's probably a pretty big deal for them. Still, like, you think they're still walking by, like ah, and they they're taking a moment, right? Like they're walking past, whether it be on their way to work or on their way to get a, a dinner or whatever. And they stop. A pizza pie, obviously. Yeah, obviously, a pizza a pie. And uh, <laughs> and they turn towards some gabagool. S- <laughs> and they turn towards the hey, Sistine Chapel. I'm just passing the Pope House on my way to get some gabagool. Hey, the big man lives on top there at the Pope House, and he walks <laughs> over to the B to the BGH once a week. Hey, oh, oh, what are you gonna do? I have no idea. Why every local Italian 
is now a mobster in a <laughs> 1990s United States mafia movie. Uh. But, they absolutely, but they absolutely are. Because, I don't know, I feel like that just becomes... Uh, and again, obviously, I, don't, I haven't lived there, Steve. Now, you worked there. But did you still find yourself going to New York City for the time you worked there and like being kind of awestruck by those by the buildings the the landmark buildings on your way in mm, not really really it was yeah it just kind of it was just it was part of the day it was part of my routine so for a while there Steve you became the native New Yorker you see on the TV shows <laughs> where it's like you're just bothered by everything like everybody's yeah. in your way you need yep. to move faster than everybody you're always yeah. on the phone you know closing a deal and you're just <laughs> and you can't be bothered to look up as you stroll past the Empire State Building nope. on the way to no. your food cart no that, that was uh, that's how it was easy to tell who who was a tourist and who wasn't. Right. You know, the people that are, wow, look at the building. I bet you could go all the way to the top of that and see the moon. <laughs> just, I mean, I don't know why people who are uh, enamored by literally the biggest skyscrapers on the earth and the biggest city on the earth get, get, get that type of treatment from you. That's right, because you would kind of fall into that category, wouldn't you? Well, there's no question. I'm not a like I haven't <laughs> lived there, so yeah. If I went to New York, I wouldn't just stare walking at the sidewalk to try to look cool. It is it it is really funny though that that is that's our reaction. Like, and the only reason that people react that way is because something is tall. Like, no, that's yeah. And now, but I mean, now you look at it. True. You look at it with look at it with somebody who's like seven foot two. Like you look at Shaq. Yeah, you know, Shaq walks in, and all everybody can do is be like, "Wow, he's so tall!" Right? Like, what is our obsession with tall things or big things? No, that's so stupid. I mean, it's obviously it's something to do with the idea that it's just. Well, it's really stupid, and anyone who's enamored by that stupidity is even stupider than the stupidity that they're enamored by. Wow, folks, you heard it here. If you happen to enjoy the sights and sounds of the skyscrapers of whether it be Chicago, New York City. Oh, you're stupid. Any other large town. Dumb. You're stupid and you're dumb. And that's right from Steve's mouth. That You're talking from one-time resident Italian who's looking <laughs> down on you just in general. Yeah. And one-time... New York City Manhattan worker himself. Oh, yeah. Savvy man I was. Now, if we had the capability at this juncture to get Brother Mike on, I would like to ask him the same question because he is in New York City uh, often enough or occasionally mm -hmm. for work, and I would be curious to get his take on it to see if he is as jaded about, quote, tall stuff <laughs> as you are, Steve. Uh, look, there's nothing interesting about tall things. Nothing. So your vacation destination. But but here here again, how many years ago was it that you and it was it two years ago? Yeah, because it was obviously before Evelyn's birth that you and Annette you were in uh, Denver, right? Uh, yes. Now were you sitting there, uh, you know, looking out? You went and saw a concert at uh, Red Rocks. Yeah, which is literally. Just rocks. <laughs> and if uh -huh. I recall, there's a picture. You may even send it to me or it was on your social media. 
like a panoramic, I believe, uh-huh. of these rocks. Well, it's a it's a theater carved into rock, or carved <laughs> out of rock. Look, I'm not sitting here saying that it's the greatest thing in the world, but I'm also not enamored by it simply because it's big. But you're like, enamored we, of it like, because it's it's rocks that have been there. Well, at least that's like a natural thing. It's a natural phenomenon. But you look at a building. Why are you so amazed by something that we built? All right, it's on. not like it's not like this was uh, a you know a natural formation and out of the sky fell a building and it just stood there. Like we built it. Uh, obviously not us, but you know, right. like mankind, humans built something. We're able to do that. All right. Uh, so is Steve being amazed by rocks the same as being amazed by skyscrapers? That'll be on the, the poll same, as well. The same as Kyle being <laughs> amazed I by skyscrapers. I did not put myself in there. Now, granted, do I look up when I'm in New York City? <laughs> yes. Now, if you want to classify that as, quote, being amazed. Oh, I do. I do. Certainly. Certainly. I do. Now, you can look, look if you're at- gonna if you're if you're going to classify... Uh, me taking a picture of a place I was as being amazed, then yes, I'm going to classify you looking up as being amazed. All right, well, you know it's what only I'm gonna fair. Do? I'm going to get a net on the fair. horn here uh, when we're done with this, and I'm going to ask, you know, when you guys were in Denver, did Steve stop awestruck multiple <laughs> times at the sights of different large rocks? Yeah, I just stood there like, uh, look, uh, at that, look how tall that rock goes in that. Can you believe yeah. it? <laughs> Like my like in the cartoons when their eyes are on springs and they're like That's you with rocks and me with any building taller than a house. <laughs> oh, I, th- I think that thing's four stories. So I'm gonna go you outside, think- Steve, and I've got some really nice rocks underneath my deck. And I'll take a picture of those and I'll send them your way. Okay. Well anytime you're, you wanna you're gonna love the you're gonna love the picture of my shed that I send in return. <laughs> Because I think at the peak, that thing's like eight feet. <laughs> oh, boy, is that a true A-frame out there? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Now, I love a good A-frame, Steve. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. <clears throat> now, I we were talking a bit off air. Uh, and again, we had said that. So before we even get into the story, I want to clarify. This is not another neighbor story because we said we're Mm going to stop that until there's an actual update on that neighbor. But we were talking about something uh, and your neighborhood got brought up before we started recording and you told me quote, I had an interaction with them yesterday. Yeah. Now I did. Here's what's stunning to me because I asked you as kind of a podcast chore I want to say it was in January. <laughs> yeah. I gave you four weeks. <laughs> to interact. <laughs> to literally have an interaction. I didn't care what it was. Something outside of a driveway to driveway wave with no yeah. words exchanged. And it fell by the wayside. It didn't happen. So uh-huh. what you do is you wait until the first week in April <laughs> when as a society we're under a stay-at-home order. <laughs> right. And being told to avoid other people. Yeah. To finally make your move with a neighbor. Now, I need to ask you, Steve, without giving away uh, the names, can you describe to me which neighbor it is? Because we've talked about all of your neighbors on this podcast. We've got yeah, we the have. hipster, millennial, young couple. I think it's like uh, 
Julie with a Y and uh, Xander with a Y and a Z. <laughs> it is not Julie and Xander. And uh, and then you've got the family on the corner. I forget how we've referred to them. You had a conversation with this family on mm-hmm. the corner. Uh, who had the their one. children playing out like baseball in the yard, I believe I've seen coming by. Yeah, yeah, they have a, a young daughter. She's probably probably a little bit older than Reed. I'd and say they, she's probably you know, okay. probably around two. And they were the first ones you had interaction with when you moved in, right? First neighbor yeah. you had interaction with? Yeah, the first time. Like, the first... Uh, I mean, other than Cindy, who lived next door, who you were referring uh, to as the, the widower. Widow. Or the widow. Apologies. Uh, I feel bad for her <laughs> and her, obviously, her late husband. But as right. we found out in the later episodes... She got hitched to the other side neighbor uh, as they moved into a community together. As they don't think to. that's how it happened, but no, uh, that's, that's the way that's, I remember it is that they were having an affair. <laughs> uh, they she may have Carol Baskined her husband. Oh boy! Um, oh, a little, little pop culture right there. Huh? Uh, this episode's going to relate in five years, and people have no idea what that's talking about. <laughs> right. Hell, in two months, when I'm like, "Who's Carol Baskin?" I don't, yeah, Carol I have no idea Baskin. Who that is. Fed him to the tigers? What the hell is he talking about there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so so I was I'm out, curious was, to hear, Steve, your newest update on what um, you uh, had to talk about during a quarantine with one yeah. of your neighbors. Well, this is uh, this all occurred yesterday. I was uh, I finally took the snowblower out of the garage, moved it back into the shed. Uh, a true sign that winter has passed us by. Yep. Um, now we'll wait for the uh, mid-April West Michigan oh, yeah. snow. Yeah, two feet probably. <laughs> yep, um, yep, a big uh, big storm. Took our bicycles out of the shed and brought them into the into the garage. And I was just kind of, they were a little dusty from sitting in there all, all winter, so I was just cleaning them off and reinflating the tires so in case we sure. want to go for a bike ride anytime soon. And uh, uh, a friend stopped by... <laughs> <laughs> even though that's not supposed to happen now. Not recommended. Uh, nope. A friend stopped by to pick up a, it was our, our friend Cy Nolan Ryan Young. He needed a, a certain cable adapter for his computer that I happen to have one that I don't need anymore. So uh, he uh, he stood literally halfway down the driveway and I threw it to him. <laughs> uh, so we maintained our social distance. Perfect. And while we were talking for a few minutes, uh, I looked across the street and the the neighbors across the street on the corner were getting back from a walk. It's husband, wife, and uh, and little and young daughter. Mm-hmm. And um, so he they walked up the driveway. Then he turned around, and came back down to get his garbage can. And as he was walking down the driveway, he gave a gave a wave and hey man, how's it going? And I said, good man. How you guys hanging? You know how you how you holding up during all this? Blah blah blah. Just little uh, quarantine small mm. talk. And uh, he said, we're doing hey, we're doing the best we can. I sure. said, "Yep, us too." And then I made a, uh, you know, the little little quarantine quip. I'll call it a, qu- a quipping team. <laughs> now, have you had this one holstered, or was this a true off the cuff quora quip? This is look. This was spur of the moment. Whoa. This was. Uh, I mean, I didn't have this in the holster when I looked over at him and said, <laughs> "Got enough toilet paper." <laughs> The whammy! Yeah. <laughs> oh, Cut punch. Boy, you are one step away, and I made this uh, reference on Twitter before I left, Steve. You are one step away from being that guy who is now posting uh, like memes or GIFs or whatever of like, 
quarantine day 27 and then yeah. it's just a picture of like rip van winkle or something like that <laughs> they're all super funny seriously people keep them coming oh, man my god i have a Woo! i have a, a facebook friend who is he's way too old to be getting into like the tiktok game sure yeah uh, oh god trying to do the funny so it seems like every day there's a different video with jump cuts where he's talking to himself. Mm. So like, he'll be like, hey, man, what are you going to do today? And then it's a jump cut, and it's him, but just wearing a different shirt. I don't know. I think I'm going to go to the store. Jump cut. Hey, you're not allowed to do that because it's quarantine. And they never go anywhere. They're never funny. And I'm always like, just stop, man. Well, now, you me, on the other hand, dropping comedy bombs across the Zach, oh. all approved. I mean, listen, in-person comedy, Steve, a lost art, and I'm glad you're keeping it together with your uh, toilet paper quip to a neighbor you haven't spoken to in more than a year? Yeah, probably. Wow. He probably walked first inside. Time- he probably kicked that front door open. He was so jacked up from that joke. Honey, honey, you got to hear this comedy. He just starts pounding his fist on the table. You're not going to believe what that neighbor just unleashed on me. <laughs> Uh, by the way, Steve, you could have stopped that as uh, your Facebook friend who's probably too old. Uh, because when you mention TikTok, if you're out of high school, and I say this sincerely, mm-hmm. if you're out of high school, lock it up. <laughs> so okay? no TikTok if you're out of high school? Be done with it. Okay? that's a. This is one of those platforms that we're going to talk about uh, years down the road as being such a crazy flash in the pan. I can't even. I mean, MySpace had a, had a had a pretty long shelf life as being an early, like, ad, inventor of social media, right? After Friendster. Yeah, but, MySpace was. I mean, I probably had it for at least a couple of years. Yeah, I don't think TikTok will have that long of a shelf life. You don't honestly. think so, huh? I don't. It's useless. It's useless. Yeah, I'm. It's really providing nothing that any other platform can't provide you already and it's such a young person's based platform that i think once they grow up even three to four years it's going to be so just by the wayside yeah possibly it's um it's it's definitely like i don't care i've seen a bunch of funny tiktoks Mm. and i'm cool with that but am i going to jump into it no not happening not happening but you're also I just talking. Don't care. You're also talking to a guy, Steve, who literally deleted his Twitter uh, because he <laughs> couldn't handle it himself. So I'm back yeah. on Facebook, where uh, when I scroll through most of my news feed, it's just posts from the local watchdog page saying, "Where is their toilet paper?" Uh, and then updates from different people. Hey, there's the toilet paper 10:30 a.m. in stock at this place. So that's where my life's at now. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, maybe well, TikTok. Man. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, and I'll put that on the poll this week as well. Uh, will TikTok be relevant in two years? And we'll see. Or should I even say a year? I th- honestly, I think it will be. I think it's going to be big. Really? I mean, it's already it's already big. But I mean, you saying I deleted my Twitter and went back to Facebook. That's basically like my grandfather saying, like I wrote on the Hindenburg once. Uh, is there it's a way? Just, Could you and I reinvigorate the MySpace user base? Like, is there is that still around? Do you want to make a MySpace? For I the, think we should make a show MySpace. 
and we'll post. And I think we go one step further, Steve, because it's not like people are going to miss us. I think we post all of our content there. That's it. Exclusively. It's the exclusive platform. Maybe we pitch ourselves to MySpace as you can be the new exclusive home of all things Steve and Kyle. So in your mind, um, when Justin Timberlake like bought a stake in MySpace a couple years ago and sure. couldn't revive it, you think we'll be able to do better than that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've got a dedicated <laughs> fan base. Do we? All right, that's to be another poll. Should we be? Should MySpace be the exclusive home to Steve and Kyle content? <laughs> All right, exclusively to MySpace. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to send you all these polls, Steve, for you to post to Twitter. I'll right, post them to Facebook because, again, uh, I'm no longer a member. <laughs> all right. Well, we are nearing the uh, nearing the point where we're, we should have to wrap this up because we're also doing a Fast Five episode today, right? Oh yeah, yeah. You got a Fast Five coming later this week. Uh, so mm-hmm. stay tuned for that. A lot of uh, a lot of new things to talk about with that. Uh, so much other news going on that doing a fast five is really simple. It was yeah, it was very very easy. Yeah, yeah stay tuned for that in just a couple of days. Yeah, so I guess hopefully this uh, this is go- this will probably be the uh, the norm going forward, unless we just get frustrated and do driveway cast like we've talked about. The driveway cast, I think, is going to happen. Uh, it just uh, today's just a crappy rainy day, so obviously not right, not ideal. Um, but yeah, we'll do di- driveway cast, maybe a deck cast at one point. Yeah. Oh my God! Before we go, Steve, I, I need mm-hmm. I need an update now. Your 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 lovely bride posted a picture of of my good friend Toby, and please get please give him a couple of extra uh, head rubs for and head pats for me today. Of course, I miss him. Miss him and Lola. Uh, of Toby's sunbathing yesterday in the beautiful weather we had on your deck, your deck which mm-hmm. you hate, your deck which yeah. was built for, we think, a pool, right? There was a pool in the backyard at some point. Right. So this deck, it's just a weird shape, just the way it is, whatever. It so, looks like if you were at a fashion show, it's the runway that the models would be walking on. Right. It's, it's just, narrow, it's long, it's just it's it's very strange it's not practical it's like three feet off the ground but there's no railings anywhere so it's basically a death trap waiting to happen yep so she had posted a picture of toby and you had posted you commented something along the lines of like i sure hope toby's enjoying maybe the last day of sunbathing on that deck yeah because you and i well you have been talking about for a while you want to replace that you want to rebuild the deck yeah, I want to reshape it a little bit. Into something more normal. And mm-hmm. I have offered from day one, minute one, I, I'm very, I, I want to help. I want to help demolition. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's anything rebuilding-wise I can help, I'm in. Okay? That, okay. So I saw you comment that, and my initial question was, is it finally happening? Is it demo day this weekend for the old deck? Yeah, I don't know if it's going to happen today again, just based on the crappy weather that we're right. having. But um, originally, when this uh, this whole coronavirus thing started, um, the plan was to hopefully do the deck this summer. Right but now, because uh, things are kind of up in the air, we it looks like we're screaming towards a, a recession, if not a depression. Mm-hmm. I don't know if um, 
if that's the smart move to make, because obviously you got to spend some money in order to do the the adjustments to the deck. Well, you just but, think about it as uh, you know supporting a local business so that maybe they don't fall into such a deep recession, Steve. That's true. I could do that. I could do that as well. Um, but yeah, I think that regardless, I'm still going to deconstruct the part of the deck that I don't like because right now we're just we're not going to use it as is. Mm. So I can just get rid of it. Right. Um, so I might I might do that. If the weather gets a little bit nicer today, I might do it. Wow. You're well, for, uh, for a little demo? Well, I feel left out because I don't know if this is something that we should be doing or that I can do. I've been uh, looking forward to taking a hammer and a crowbar and prying out a deck. But mm-hmm. where are we at on social distancing demolition? Well, I think as long as we, you know, maintain the six feet, I think the fact that we'd be outside is much, uh, much right. safer than doing this inside. I think it's, uh, it's, it's doable. All right. Hey, you let I'm me confident. know if uh, if you're going to do it. Now, again, I I don't want to give you any false hope on the weather. I checked that when I woke up this morning, and this is about what we're going to get the rest of the day. Okay. Um, but yeah, hey, socially distant demolition. Is okay in my book. <laughs> uh, how about tomorrow? What's tomorrow look like? Oh, not good. No? Not good. The uh, wife is going to be at work, so it would have to be me and Reed doing hey. socially distant demolition. I don't know if you remember, but I believe that uh, my daughter Evelyn got Reed a tool belt for Christmas. Whoa! So, you're right. That's still upstairs right now with the hammer, the wrench. Mm-hmm. A nail yeah. and a screw and a piece of wood to put the nail and the screw in. So and safety goggles. So what I'm saying is, what's him, the problem? Put them to work. Yeah, that's the spirit, Steve. I like it. <laughs> we'll be in touch. Like I said, I'm interested. I love demo. Okay. It's the best I, part gonna, of any construction uh, project. Once we're done recording, I'm going to go upstairs, uh, take a look at the forecast, see if sure. we're going to even if we have like an hour or two break in the weather. We could probably get a bunch of the deck boards pulled off in that time. Right. Yeah, you need a reciprocating saw. We'll just saw it right down the middle and start <laughs> start ripping them up. The problem is I need to, like, once I start the project, I want it to be all done in, like, a one-day period. Sure. Because what I'm afraid is I'm afraid I'm going to go and take all of the deck boards off. So I'm just going to be left with a frame. And um, Toby <laughs> has a tendency when he's running turbo fast around the backyard. Yeah. Like he typically runs around the deck, but every now and then he'll run straight at it and jump up on it and then jump off the other side. Right. I'd feel really bad if he jumped up and then <laughs> fell right through because there was no floor. And I got to tell you, I know Toby. Distinct possibility. Yeah. Distinct definitely. possibility. So, all right. Well, maybe socially distant demolition is going to happen. All right, well, I will keep you posted on that as you hear right now the sounds of our outro music playing. Uh, once again, bringing end to the Stephen Kyle podcast for this week. Uh, but again, we have a Fast Five episode coming up in just a couple of days. Yep. Do not try to tweet at um, Kyle because he is gone. Can I have control of your Twitter? No. Oh, come on. Not in a million years. At least so I can like and retweet stuff. No, because then I'll come back and I'll have all of these, like, Radio losers, as my follow, as uh, people I'm following. Why am I following Hitler? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna try to go back and find sports news and realize you blocked every one of them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, I don't Snooze, even know what I'm boring. reading right now. 
All right. Well, we will talk to you next week at Steve and Kyle, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. See you next week.